0: My name is Kate the Socialite and you're listening to episode 56 of The Kate Show. Today we're talking about four ways to conquer your marketing anxiety. Now, what is marketing anxiety, you may ask? Well, I'll tell you. See, here's the truth, guys. I get a lot of emails and DMs on Instagram from interior designers and home stagers and workroom owners who are freaking out about their marketing. They feel like they need to be spending a lot of money and be everywhere. And you heard me talk about that in previous episodes. So don't worry, this is definitely not a repeat. What I got to thinking though was I know there are so many more of you out there who are struggling with marketing anxiety, even if you're not in the home industry. But the tips I'm about to give you. Are exactly and specifically for the home industry because that's what the Kate Show is all about so I want you guys to really hone in and ask yourself do I have marketing anxiety and you may start to recognize yourself as I go through these tips and suggestions and descriptions of where marketing anxiety comes from now if you're wondering if this could be you let's take a look number one Do you have a lack of marketing knowledge? Like you know you should probably be in social media, but you don't know why, you don't know how to do it, you don't know what exactly it is supposed to do for you, or perhaps you have heard of SEO, search engine optimization, but you don't really know how it works and you're grasping at straws to somehow implement it on your website. Or, let's say that you're the type of person who just doesn't have a marketing plan. You don't have any specific marketing goals, and therefore you have no way of knowing when you've reached them, or if you're even heading in the right direction. Or perhaps you're the type of business owner who spends a lot of time watching your competition. Not in a jealous way, but in a, hmm, if they're doing this, I should do it too, sort of way. There are so many issues surrounding that that end up hurting us as business owners. So if that is you, you too have marketing anxiety. Or perhaps you are just a person who has a lack of time or a really small marketing budget and therefore you constantly feel stretched personally, financially, and you aren't sure what you should be doing because you know that some marketing, if done well, is better than no marketing. But where the heck should you start? If any of these things describe you, my friend, you have marketing anxiety. And today we're gonna talk about four ways that you can knock it out of the park. So let's get started. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. All right, guys, let's start with number one, a lack of knowledge. Now, if you are the type of person who struggles with understanding the different facets of marketing, which ones do apply to you, which ones don't, which ones are a total waste of money, listen up. So, if you have a lack of knowledge around marketing, you might think that social media will bring you new leads and you might rely on it solely without setting up the rest of your sales funnel. You might also feel pressured to run social media ads, Google AdWords, or something similar. You may also have been coerced in the past into a contract with various companies who promised to send you referrals without proof of ROI. And if you're this type of person, you might also make worry or paranoia driven decisions because the only thing you fear more than marketing is a phone that doesn't ring. So if that is you, let's just take a second and appreciate the fact that you're able to admit it, then, let's move on to breaking down the barriers around your lack of knowledge. Now, let's get one thing straight. You're already running a business. It does not mean that you suddenly have to know how to run a marketing business in order to successfully market your business. But it does mean that you need to understand a few key components about your marketing. Number one You need to understand that a sales funnel is required for you to have any success with any form of marketing. There is no such thing as throwing money at an ad or posting something on Instagram and then expecting to get new customers out of it. It just doesn't work that way. I wish it did, but it requires a little bit more strategy than that. You guys have heard me talk in the past about the social media sales funnel for the home industry and I will link that particular episode in the show notes of this episode, but let me just sum it up for you. The social media sales funnel starts on social media where people first hear about you and then you entice them to click through to your website. From there, you give them a good reason, a motivating reason, to get in your mailing list, often by using a lead magnet. And by the way, that lead magnet can also be shared on social media to further drive that person from social to your website and into your mailing list. Now, once that person is in your mailing list, you have to be sending them a monthly email newsletter in order to further groom and nurture that lead and stay top of mind with them and your past clients. It is so important that you remain consistent and if this is all you did for your marketing, quite honestly, you would be solid because in the digital age, even if you're not serving people all over the nation and you do have a very limited geographic area, this is still a rock solid way to set up a sales funnel for your business. Now that doesn't mean that you don't do any offline marketing or networking, but it does mean as far as your social and your email strategies go. This is all you need to do. You just need to keep it simple. And by the way, you don't have to post every day on social media. Keep it to no less than three times a week, but don't go crazy. Don't be on multiple social platforms. Pick one and do it well. All right, so let's talk a little bit more about what you need to understand regarding your website and SEO. As I just mentioned, the whole point of social media is to drive people to your website. But what if your website is really crappy? What if you haven't updated it in forever? And what if it doesn't speak to your ideal client? What if it's just not engaging? What if it's hard to navigate? Well, that is like putting a blockage in a funnel which means that nothing is going to get through even if it wants to so you have to make sure that your website is up to speed it needs to be mobile friendly it needs to have good SEO it needs to have photos that are professional whether they are of your work or stock photos there's no shame in using a stock photo and don't let anyone tell you otherwise you need to make a great first impression on people within the first three seconds of them landing on your website. Otherwise, you're going to lose them. It is so important that you look at your website from a third-party perspective and ask yourself, if I didn't know anything about my business, would I even want to look around on the website? Would I even want to pick up the phone and call them? If the answer is no or maybe not sure, that means you have some work to do. Now if you're concerned about SEO, let me explain to you exactly what SEO is. When you have SEO, it just means that you are using certain keywords and phrases in both the copy on your website and the names of your photos on your website that tell Google what you're all about, what you do, your service area, and whom you serve. So it's really important that you're specific about who you serve. And if you are saying, well I'm just serving um, homeowners who make like 250 to450 uh, or thousand dollars a year and you say that's your ideal client, I'm sorry, but that is not your ideal client. That is a very basic skeletal framework of an ideal client, but you need to go deeper. What type of person is this? talk about that person on your website. That should be the very first thing your website talks about. Because if you spend your homepage talking about yourself and about what you do, that is going to turn people away more than it will attract them. Make sure that you are engaging and personable and approachable without listing all of the awards and affiliations that you have. You can do that later, such as on your about page or in the footer of your website. And as impressive as those things are, they are not selling points. First of all, people just want to know that you understand their unique problems, their unique lifestyle situations, and that you're able to adequately address them. Now, as far as the rest of your SEO is concerned, there are some technical things to be aware of, such as headings, so the larger text on your website, and making sure that they include words like interior design for or home staging for, You know you can list the city and state or you could list the type of person because then you're just naturally telling google who you are what you do and who you serve it's quite simple now let's talk about how you get people from this wonderful website into your mailing list you can't just have an email form that says join to get our newsletter because quite honestly guys that's so boring What you need to do is set up a lead magnet or a branded magazine, some people would call this a freebie or an ebook, that further describes either your business or what would be better is helps your people solve a design problem or a staging problem that they might have. So whatever your magazine is about should also align with the priorities of your ideal client. Pretty simple stuff, I know, but it's worth pointing out now if you're wondering how on earth do i make a lead magnet i do have resources for you you could head over to canva.com and you could use one of their magazine templates and then you can put in all of your text and your images but if you don't like writing this can be very daunting. So that's why over at socialitevault.com I have a bunch of these already made for you guys no matter what part of the home industry you're in and a lot of people will just swap out a few images, add their logo, and then boom they're good to go. But you don't have to be a vault member in order to do this. You just need to like writing, which some of you do, and some of you are great at it. But you need to make sure either way that you are giving people a little gift that will entice them to pay you by giving you their email address, because email addresses in this day and age are such valuable currency to any business, you need to make sure that your email opt-in is on your homepage or in the header of every page and that it's very easy for people to get in it and that they have a reason to get in it. Now let's move on to the second type of person who suffers from marketing anxiety and that is the person who's just not a planner if you're a person who suffers from marketing anxiety that is induced by a lack of planning you likely suffer from these things first you have no realistic monthly revenue goals second you don't have a backwards marketing approach from any of those said goals third you don't have any collaborative partners that you regularly refer business back and forth with also you don't have a consistent social media presence. And by consistent, I mean posting at least three times per week on one platform. If you're this type of person, you likely also do not have a consistent email marketing presence, which means you can't even get a newsletter out the door once per month. A few months will go by and then you'll be like, oh darn it, I haven't sent one in so long. You may also really lack professional photos that you can use in your marketing. Now, by professional photos, I mean photos of you, whether it's a traditional headshot, a lifestyle photo shoot, and also photos of your projects. You may also suffer from not really knowing who your target client is and not having a niche market or something very specific that you specialize in, in order to get yourself in the door of your clients' homes. It doesn't mean you only offer one service, but it does mean that you are a specialist in one service, and as a result, people hire you to do a great many things. So, let's talk about you. Okay, you are likely really good at planning your projects, and you're great at communicating with clients, but if you are just all over the place with your marketing and you're so overwhelmed and you feel like you just can't keep up I want you to take a deep breath for a second okay just relax you are likely trying to do way too many things with far too little thought not only would I recommend that you go back and listen to my sales funnel episode but also my backwards marketing episode and I'll link both in the show notes because you need to be making sure your marketing is working towards a specific goal, be it every month or every quarter or even every year. But you need to know what that goal is so that you can break down the steps that will get you to that goal so that you can start working towards it. That way you know that every bit of marketing effort or marketing dollar you put in is actually going towards something that will have return on investment that way you're only doing the things that matter and you're not wasting time with things that don't plus you don't feel then like you have to run around like a chicken with its head cut off trying to do all the marketing things that you've been told you have to do on that note i have a little piece of homework for you I want you to look over the past year, which would be 2018 for those of us listening, right when this episode comes out, I want you to look over 2018 and figure out where your leads are coming from. And most of all, the projects that you signed last year, where did they come from? Let's talk about the people who actually gave you their hard-earned money, where were they coming from? Were they finding you through your website, through Google? Were they being referred by a colleague in the industry? Let's talk about it. You need to know where they're coming from and then figure out, were those good projects? Did you enjoy those clients? If so, then go back to that marketing source and work it. I am not even kidding. Work it because it's going to bring you more. Now, if you find that you were putting into a a lot of different other marketing efforts last year, and they didn't pan out, like you did not get a single lead, it doesn't mean you shouldn't do those marketing things. It does mean, however, that you need to likely do it differently. And if you just don't have the bandwidth to do it right now, either take it off your plate by not doing it at all or outsource it. You do have options, but you need to know first where your leads are coming from. All right, guys, now we're going to talk about the third type of person who likely suffers from marketing anxiety, and that is the person who just really watches their competition. And I have run into a lot of people like this who will come to me and say, okay, I like what Studio McGee is doing. Please make me look like that. But here is the problem. Studio McGee and anybody similar to them, well, they have an entire in-house marketing team. They're also doing a vast, huge number of projects. They also have professional photography, left, right, up, down, sideways, however you wanna look at it, they have it. Are you prepared to dole out the funds to make that happen? The answer is always no. So then I will ask people, well, why do you want to look like them? What is wrong with you? And they say, well, I think that's what people want or I think that's what I should be doing. I would just feel better about myself if I looked like that. And you know what? That last comment is the heart of it all because they want to feel a certain way because they've been watching their competition so much that they've been made to feel inadequate. They've made themselves feel that way. And I've done this to myself too. And that's why over a year ago, I decided to not only not follow any of my competitors who tended to make me feel that way, not that they intended to, but I also realized that if you have a target client, there's actually no such thing as a competitor, which means that The way I market my business and the way you market your business will be drastically different from anyone else in our mutual industries, even if they're run by the same type of person and in the same city. It doesn't matter. They're really not your competition. And if someone is marketing their business in a way that you admire, great. But if you try to do exactly what they're doing you will not get the same results from it because they have a totally different goal than you do. So that's why it's important for you to understand what your marketing goals are and who you're serving so that you can stay in your lane. And if that means unfollowing some of your colleagues, do it. It doesn't mean you have a problem with them or that they were trying to make you feel bad, but if it's distracting you, from the work that you are supposed to be doing in your business, then you definitely need to unfollow. Now, when I'm having these conversations with people, I will ask them, exactly why do you feel like you are not enough right now, or your marketing or your business isn't enough? And they will say that, they feel guilty about not doing more on social media or posting more frequently or having those beautiful images available to them. They have fewer followers than, say, Studio McGee. And hey, no shade on Studio McGee. We all know they're awesome. But when you compare yourselves to them, it's honestly not fair, guys. Comparing apples to oranges And then wondering why your apple doesn't look like they're orange. It just doesn't make any sense. And besides, you grow an orange tree in a totally different climate than you grow an apple tree. So if you are an apple tree, why on earth would you try to grow yourself with the same methods needed for an orange tree? It would probably kill you. And same with the orange tree, okay? So if you picture your business that way, you need to understand your business is a different type of fruit altogether. It has its own ecosystem, it has its own climate, and its own gardening techniques that need to be followed in order to make it grow. Respect your business, respect your target client, and stay in your lane. The last big thing that I see from some people who watch their competition a little bit too much is that they want the end result of having that really strong marketing presence, but they don't really want to put in the work, the time, or the money it takes to get there. And it doesn't mean they're trying to take the easy way out, It just means they really don't understand how big of an investment it took, say, Studio McGee, to become so popular. They don't understand how much work goes on behind the scenes or how many people are required to keep it running on a daily basis. If you are a one-person business, you need to figure out for yourself, what does success in your business actually look like and what things in my business... Can I outsource because I don't like doing them or I'm just not good at doing them or I'm not consistent with them? Those are things that you need to be outsourcing. But before you keep doing all the things or holding yourself to these impossible standards, step back, check yourself before you wreck yourself. You do not need to be watching your competition. You need to be watching your clients and serving them at the highest level. The fourth type of person who suffers from marketing anxiety happens to be one of my favorites. And it also describes most of the people that we work with here at Socialite. And that is the type of person who lacks either time or money. Now, for those of you who don't know, my company Socialite has two different divisions. One is Socialite Vault, where people go if they don't have huge marketing budgets, but still want a beautiful and strong marketing solution. And then the custom side of my business is where people go when they have a little bit more to spend and they don't want to have to do any of it. We do it for them, all the social media, all the website design and so on. But my point is that either way, these people understand that they need to outsource they are just in this very tight spot of, I don't have a lot of time, but I also don't have a lot of money, so what do I do? The truth is though, at any given moment, you always have more of one resource than the other. So at this particular moment in time, do you have an hour or two, a month or a week to dedicate to your marketing? If you don't, then you might be able to find the budget for that because if you're so busy with projects, you likely can afford to outsource and conversely if you have just a lot going on but you don't have enough to keep you busy consistently that is where batch working your marketing or say scheduling out newsletters for an entire quarter or even an entire year scheduling out social media posts a month at a time instead of daily That will save you a lot of time so that when you're in the downtime, you can be productive with your marketing. And when you're busy, you just don't have to think about your marketing because it's all on autopilot. And a lot of people will say to me, I could do that. I just don't know what to say. I don't know what to say on social media. I understand I need to be on there and I only wanna be on one platform. I get that. I understand email marketing to the point where I need it, but I don't know what to say. I don't know how to say it. I have a shortage of photos because I'm either just getting started or business hasn't been good, so I haven't had a lot of money to put towards professional photo shoots, so help me. These are the emails I get, guys, all the time, every day. That is why I created Socialite Vault, so that people who are either lacking time or lacking money can get what they need in a timely fashion and in a way that is totally affordable to them. But This episode, it's not all about Socialite Fault, but it is about making sure that you guys stop freaking out about your marketing. And I've said in previous episodes that we've all been trained to think we have to do all the marketing things. And as a marketing company, I know that a lot of us marketers will say that to you so that you feel obligated to hire us to do more for you, to engage more of our services, spend more money with us, But that's just not how I operate, because I remember the days of being a brand new business, being so confused and overwhelmed by marketing, and then feeling taken advantage of when I got locked into a contract that just didn't yield any results for me. And that is when i promised myself i would make sure that every business owner i come across understands they do not have to pay an arm and a leg for good marketing they do not have to engage a million companies or a million services in order to make a strong strategy possible They just need to understand what their goals are and who they're reaching, implement steps to get there, and marketing can become simple and easy. And that's why I end every episode of The K Show with keep your marketing simple and your message clear, because that is truly the heart of what we do at Socialite. We work with so many people who afterwards say, wow, that was easier than I thought, Or, I can't believe I got all of this for just a small investment. I thought it was going to be hard. I thought it was going to be complicated. And I thought it was going to take a long time. But it doesn't have to. We are trying to revolutionize the way people market their businesses in the home industry. I'm trying to educate you guys on what you actually need to be doing and what you don't need to be doing so that people stop taking advantage of you. Because I have had people come to me after they've been ripped off by other website designers, by SEO companies, and bigger companies where you can upload your photos and then they pay you to refer you. I think you guys know the company I'm talking about, but I will not name them by name. I just want you guys to be empowered as business owners. You do have to take responsibility for your marketing, but you also get to take responsibility for how much brainwashing goes on. And I'm trying to reverse all of that because you all are smart, creative people, and you just don't give yourselves enough credit. So if you are ready to take your marketing to the next level, get rid of the anxiety, get rid of the overwhelm, I hope that you head over to socialitevault.com because that's where it's all happening. And guys, feel free to leave a review of this episode of this podcast because reviews like that really matter and they help me bring you more of this content. Because like I said, my topic for today and most of my topics are chosen because of the emails I get in my inbox, because of the reviews you leave me on iTunes. So what you say matters and I'm listening. Okay, guys, until next time, you know what I'm going to say? Keep your marketing simple and your message clear. Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.